Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the two parshios of Bahar and Bichu Kosai. It is Shabbos Chazak. We have the privilege of finishing the third Sefer of the Torah. And we catch up this Shabbos to Eretz Yisrael. We read two, Bahar and Bichu Kosai. And in Eretz Yisrael, they read just Bichu Kosai. Next week, we're together, ready for Kabbalah Satorah with Midbar. Now, the two parshios of Bahar and Bechukosai, according to the Chinuch, Bahar contains 24 mitzvos, 7 positive, and 17 restrictions, and um, Bechukosai contains 7 positive and 5 restrictions, a total of 36 mitzvos between these two parshios. Now, there's no question about it. But the, let's say, if I can use the term, dominant mitzvah that we find in both parshios is that of Shemitah. What an incredible mitzvah. That of the, quote, sabbatical year. You work the land for six years and it rests on the seventh. The opening pasuk of Pasha's Bahar, begins with, instead of the usual, by Daber Hashem, El Moshe Lemor, God spoke to Moshe, saying, here the Torah includes those two additional words, Bahar Sinai. Now, the obvious question that Rashi says is, come on, why do we have this location told us here as opposed to any other place. And therefore, Rashi gives you that very powerful answer, including from our Chazal, Torah's Kohanim, that just as Shemitah was given at Har Sinai, so too all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Now why specifically might Shemitah be singled out? says the Chassam Sofer so beautifully, how do you know the Torah is divine? Which is what Har Sinai means, that it came from God who gave the Torah at Sinai. So the answer suggests the Chassam Sofer is many of the laws of our Torah are understood by man. They all come from God, but we understand them, be it laws man-to-man, not to murder, not to steal, etc. And even laws that are man-to-God, the Torah gives a reason for mitzvos, and we can understand it. This law of Shemitah defies all nature, number one. You're going to work the land for six years straight, and the sixth year is going to be the bumper crop that you're going to have enough from the sixth year for the next, quote, three years. Unbelievable. And wait a second. How does this happen? As the Torah tells us in 
chapter 25, you'll take out the Chumash, because we're going to get back to this Pasuk in a minute. God says, I shall literally command my blessing and in the sixth year, and it's going to produce for not only part of the six, seven, but part of the eight as well. Amazing. Only Hashem could say these words. No mortal man can say to a nation, do this and quote, smoke a lie. No, and trust me that the land is going to produce. Only God himself. And this is to show, as the Chinuch points out in Mitzvah 84, the Mitzvah of Shemitah's Karko'os, the whole concept of Shemitah is, number one, to ingrain in us that there is a Creator. He created the world in six days, rested on the seventh, and that cycle of six and seven is repeated again um, with the Shemitah. And going one step beyond, not only to show us and to remind us that there is a God and that He is in control, but secondly, it comes to teach man that he is to be a generous individual because that sign which is above your field for six years, no trespassing, that sign comes down during the Shemitah year. And to have the fortitude, the ability to watch complete and total strangers come into your land and take the produce from your land, where does this come from? This comes from one word, emuna, trust, bitochon, faith, trust in God and faith that that which he tells us to do is good on every account. It's good for the land, it's good for you as an individual, and this is going to heighten and help the individual in his bitochon, in his faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, as we know, there are no extra words in the Torah. I'd like you to, as I said, bring the Chumash to the table tonight, tomorrow, and take a look at verse 20. And the Torah says, Oh my goodness, v'chisomru, and should you say, Manochal Bashanashvias, what are we going to eat in the seventh year if we're not going to be planting? So how does one function? So then the Torah says, Vitsivisias Birchasi, I will literally command my blessing. Very strange. And if you don't ask, there won't be a blessing. So take a look at Sapurno. And the Sapurno gives a fantastic understanding as to how we are to understand these psukim. And he says as follows. If you look at verse 19, where God promises, Vinasna oretz piria, the land is going to give forth its fruit. Vachaltem losova, and you will eat literally and be satiated. Vyeshavtem lavetach oleha, and you'll dwell securely upon the land. 
Why does the Torah have to say, and you will eat and be satiated? So, interestingly, the Sopurno, as well as Rashi, explains what does it mean, Vachaltem Lasova, that you're going to eat and you're going to be satiated, namely, Af Pesoch HaMeayin Tehebo Bracha. The blessing is going to take place literally within your digestive system. Namely, as we find again and again in this week's parsha and in the beginning of Parsha's Bechukosai, the rabbis tell us that you are Ochel Kim'ah, You'll eat a little bit, and it's going. The blessing is going to be inside you. You're a growing man, a growing boy. You need a full sandwich. If you eat a half a sandwich, the normal conditions, the half a sandwich, you're not going to be hungry, but you're not going to be full either. Here, the eating of the half a sandwich is going to satiate you, and as the Sapurno says, Sheiyu apiros rabbi hamazon, that the fruit are going to be filled with not just luscious fruit, delicious fruit, but full with nutrients. It's going to sustain you. As it was with the Omer, we are still counting the Omer, the Mun, which came down for the Jewish people. They collected Omer, a measure, la gulgoles, per person, a more, an older person and a younger person, a more elderly person and a young person. Everybody collected the same amount, and the same amount satisfied and satiated everybody. The same is true over here, that a little bit is going to satisfy, and therefore, watch, if you don't ask for it, that's verse 19. You're going to have a blessing, literally, in the quality. You're not going to need so much, and you're not going to need the quantity, so that when you don't plant in the seventh year, that which you planted in the sixth year, the same amount of all the year's produce, this will sustain you for the next three years, again, not by you having to serve smaller portions, no. You're going to need to eat less because that which you are eating is going to satisfy you and the bracha is going to be qualitatively. However, if you're not going to trust Hashem, and you're going to ask, oy, 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 how are we going to do this? Then, in verse 21, I'm going to command my blessing, and there was going to be three times the amount. You're going to have to have more silos. You're going to have to work that much harder. The blessing will come. But is the blessing going to come quantitatively, or the blessing is going to come qualitatively? Wow. But one thing for sure that emerges from this week's parsha of Bahar and the second parsha of Bichukosai, which whereby the Torah says very, very clearly 
and strongly that if you do not keep the mitzvah of Shemitah. So the Torah tells you in uh, chapter 26, Pasuk 33, 34, 35, very clearly that in the punishment for your neglecting Shemitah, you will be exiled. Now, we can understand this if you take a look at a Rashi in Bahar, this is in chapter 25, Pasuk 38. And the Torah, in pretty much closing this section, how does it end? Ani Hashem Elokeichem. God says, I am your God. I took you out of Egypt. What didn't you understand? So listen to the Rashi. And Rashi says, I didn't just take you out to liberate you, to teach the world that might does not make right. I took you out. Why? Almanas. You were taken out of Egypt for a purpose. You were taken out of Egypt to accept my mitzvot. And that's why we are in the counting of the Omer, right? Last night was 41 in the Omer. We're almost there. But we are counting towards Shavuos, and that's why we appreciate the Ramban, who says that these days between Pesach and Shavuos are like a that like one happy time that we are anticipating the purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, our getting the Torah, which we'll celebrate, please God, next week. And what does the Pasuk say? Hashem says, I take. I am your God that took you out of Egypt. Lo seis lochem is Eretz Canaan, to give you the land of Canaan. And what does Rashi add to that that you don't understand? Bishar Shetekablu Mitzvosai. You're given the land of Canaan. The land of Israel is given to us in reward for our acceptance and observance of mitzvos. We observe the mitzvos, we keep the land. We deserve the land. We don't keep the mitzvos. Chas v'shalom. That's it. We don't deserve the land. The land itself is a metaphysical entity. And that's why on the opening verse in Pasha's Bahar, go again, where the Torah says, V'shav Oretz Shabbos Lashem, that the land itself is to be a Shabbos unto God, the end of the second Pasuk in Pasha's Bahar. So the rabbis learn that not just am I not going to work the land, but what's the purpose of this Shemitah land, Shemitah year? It's not to go traveling abroad. What is it? It is like a Shabbos, says the Eben Ezra, just as the Shabbos is the time when the Jew connects intellectually, spiritually with Hashem. All week long, he's busy trying to make that living. Shabbos, he's in a different sphere. He connects with greater spirituality. Sit down. Not only did we have at first the concept of a sabbatical, 
is known to society for, forgive me, a full professor, associate professor, depending on the uh, university, how many years, etc. We added first the concept of a sabbatical year, but the Torah says, who gets this sabbatical year? Every Jewish farmer. The farmer is elevated to a, quote, full professor, and he's given the opportunity and he's told, go to the base medrash. And there, your purpose, your, your ability to soak in and to absorb Torah is actualized. This is such an exciting concept to get out of the farm and into the base medrash. This is what Bahar and Bichukosai is teaching us, and this is so significant. But it goes one step beyond. We say it, well, there are those that add this verse to the uh, Birkas HaMazon, and if you don't, you say it three times a day in the Ashrei, whereby Puseach Es Yodecha, literally you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, open up your hands, and you give each being in accordance with your desire. We don't just say it, we believe it, and we live it in the Shemitah year. Ashrenu matov chelkeinu, that the Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and the Jewish people are so unique. Shabbat Shalom to all. Thank you.